0: Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Welcome to episode 56 of the Embrace the Awkward podcast where we have one goal in mind and that is of course to help you handle awkward better and there is nothing more awkward than sex and dating in youth ministry and while that's not what we're necessarily talking about today, we're bringing you an awkward book club X-rated edition talking about sex and the like. Some really old books. We've done a few that have been on that. Remember, a couple a couple of awkward book clubs ago we did. We so read this is a, technically our third awkward book club. Is it our third or fourth? Yes, this is our the third. third, okay. A while ago we did a book that taught, that was the, what was the one about the women's, it was a, all a book about women's something, right? Or I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it was men really are terrible, old. women are awesome. Is I based, don't remember what it's called. I don't remember, <laughs> yeah, which is true. But anyway. So what is an awkward book club? So awkward book club is basically where we take books that came out a long time ago or maybe outdated books for youth ministry ministry and we review them for yeah, you so these you are don't all Christian books yes these are all and sometimes they come from well-known authors sometimes right. they come f- stolen from my head pastor's um <laughs> office so you know <laughs> and, there, and mine as well there's a there's a great plethora of things here and we've got some some pretty good ones today mine's kind of lame so today. let's
1: well let's let's do a disclaimer okay Okay so this is this is more for uh, talking about love, sex, and dating from a Christian perspective. Okay, so our goal here is not to make fun of the authors, and we always say this um, for the Aqua Book Club. Our goal is just to say, look, times have changed since the '80s and even '90s of how people talk about graphics, um, uh, some of the, even the language that they use. And so this is a disclaimer. We're going to be talking and mentioning things about love, sex, and dating of of from a Christian perspective in this episode. If this is not something you're comfortable with, that's totally fine. You can go ahead and, and skip to the next episode. Uh, but we didn't want you to be surprised. And our goal here is not to belittle or... Uh, make fun of the seriousness of sex before marriage, we, we believe that the Bible calls us to remain um, between, uh, sex would remain between a husband and a wife. So I teach that every year for our students, love, sex, and dating. The, biblical, the Bible says um, that God designed sex and it was good, but he designed sex only in the context of marriage. Anything out of that just ends up destroying either ourselves or the people around us.
0: Right. So, one thing, you know, these episodes I love because not only do we get to kind of just look at how times have changed and through literature and in books, but we also learn a few things. And so, for example, at this point, when this episode is being recorded, I am happily engaged not yet married and i have learned from one of these books that i didn't know that couples only have sex to have kids um <laughs> yeah. it's a really cool i totally changed my perspective on marriage and it, so it leave some um, of the pressure right yeah oh yeah 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 so if you don't want to have kids your first year of marriage you just don't have sex the first year of marriage exactly yeah exactly <laughs> so we're going to get started Kyle's going to kick us off here Kyle what are we uh, what are we reading today yeah
1: so um, uh, first off, I've been happily married for 12 plus years and all that. So it's a different experience. Got a couple kids. And he has kids. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'll let you draw the conclusions, Uh-oh. your own conclusions. The first one. All right. Uncomfortable. <laughs> I <know. laughs> We're going to embrace the awkward. sweating? I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, so this is a devotional for teens, okay? It's called Radical Advice from the Ultimate Wise Guy.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Solomon's up-to-date insights for young people, okay? Uh, I apologize up front, Lorraine Peterson, um, but you wrote this in 1990, all right? So it's a book made for the 90s, written in the 80s. Uh, all right. So some of the chapters uh, they have is, um, and this isn't all about love, sex, and dating, but it's about the book of Proverbs. So they have, you know, 10 chapters about the wise man, uh, uh, the neglected treasure, the choice, is it right, drifting, dreaming, and dashing against the rocks. So things like that. Mm -hmm. Then it has part two, love and friendship. The real Roxanne, now or never. When truth or dare becomes the uh, the downfall. I like that one. Mm. Uh, friendship betrayal, all that. So here's what I I particularly like about this this book. So um, the chapters titles are funny, but they have this phrase called "this way out," and it's a graphic. And the graphics really make up each chapter, and it looks like uh, they asked, "Hey." some high schoolers to go ahead and and draw this. <laughs> there's a guy in a phone booth and his mother's knocking on the phone booth. Stop listening to that is what it says. Um, there's a guy who's literally burning and it shows a magazine and it says Dirty magazine. So I don't know any magazine wow. named that. And it's he's burning it. Um and, and so this is the way out basically it's trying to give advice. Yes, you're not supposed to do this. This is why and all that. But it just comes across as cheesy now um, because the graphics are so dated in that. Awesome. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, this isn't this isn't that bad because there's some really good advice. I give it uh, four thumbs up with a, a radical twist because it's radical advice.
0: Wow. Four thumbs up with a radical twist. Is that like a, <laughs> the new item at Taco Bell, the radical yeah. twist? That's I what know. it sounds like. Right, it does. That's funny. We'll talk to our Taco Bell people about that. Yeah. We have a few of them. When our sponsor. Right, yes. Uh, so I have a book called uh, A Compact Guide to the Christian Life um, compiled by Casey Hin- 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 Hinckley. Um, This was copywritten multiple times, the first of which in um, 1989. So it's not necessarily the oldest book on the market.
1: Uh, How old were you in 1989,
0: DJ? My parents had not yet met. Okay. So to answer your question, (laughs) I was not old. Didn't even exist. I was not years old, yes. Uh,
1: So Negative seven.
0: There's all types of advice. I mean- this covers everything from knowing God to what, do, how do you pray, how to start a life group, what is quiet time, and it
1: looks like it's only like three or four inches, yes, like wide, very, like it's, it's a very tiny book, very
0: tiny, tiny book. I mean, it's like a pocket guide. Okay, ah, uh, so it goes from everything to that to important Christian terms like, um, so we here we have uh, regeneration, repentance, salvation, sanctification, assurance called to be sent, lifestyle evangelism, all types of stuff. I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> I'm a youth pastor. I don't have to learn words like that. Um, so Watch a YouTube shout out, video. Shout out to the head pastor I saw on Facebook the other day that said, and I quote, youth pastors, please leave the difficult questions to the head pastors. No. Shout out to you, dog. <laughs> um, so
1: I'm going to call him up, and he's going to be our next sponsor.
0: <laughs> so later in this book, we get into sex, and there's a chapter on the women's responsibilities. And uh and so it says women are often more verbal than men. Here are ways you can contribute to your dates growth. Now, there's nothing in here about how to how the men can contribute to the dates, only how the women can contribute. And this says <laughs> don't manipulate him with what you learn about him. You're feminine wild. You need to restrain your power to captivate by words, glances, clothing and actions. You betray love when you use bewitchment to manipulate oh, it your It does man. not say
1: bewitchment.
0: Bewitchment. Oh, it what sure page does. is that? This is page 162. All right. If you want that
1: book, go find it on Amazon and go straight to page 162.
0: It's there. There's some great stuff. So, um, yeah. Also, some of this, there's some resources in here as well. Adapted from Stacey and Paula Reinhardt's Choices, Finding God's Way in Dating, Sex, and Singleness, and Marriage. Copyright 1982. So there's other, you know, there's great stuff in here. This says, what does the Bible say about sex? That it's good. That the fall marred sex, that sex is for married couples only. There's some good stuff in here. Um, you know, I, I think that um, some of these things are great. It talks about why you shouldn't have sex. Um, it says, if you have sex to feel intimately loved and accepted, that's wrong. There's a there's a piece in there about that, which is, in, I don't know. I'm not Put, married. Was, so. was that in the context um, of marriage
1: or like, yeah, if you love them, that's not really the right reason to have sex.
0: There's, so, and again, there are some great resources in here on, you know, this says, uh, oh, I just saw this actually. Let me actually make sure this is saying.
1: Okay. okay. Now there's like a, an awkward pause. Yeah, there is an awkward pause. I like it. I
0: just saw, yeah. So this whole. And this,
1: thanks for being our friend.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> This whole piece right here is talking about many men don't want to marry a woman who's had sex with someone else, um, but again, there's nothing about the other, the other side. Just interesting. We
1: we do need to do an episode just based on that three little words, uh, uh, sex, because it's consuming our teenagers in the youth world whether they mean to or not it's it's not just Mm -hmm. because of social media but it's also that like how they sell products talking about in schools it's talking about throughout politics their parents are talking about it but maybe not directly to them and so what's happening is teenagers are kind of overwhelmed and don't know where to go and they don't look to the bible for answers which actually talks a lot about it yeah so these are all good, intentional books. And every book club we do, awkward book club we do, have yes. good intention books. Right. So really,
0: I, there's a lot of good stuff in here. And I probably have to give this um, four, two thumbs up out of five. Okay. I really, I think there's some good stuff here. It covers a wide, I get that it's pocket size because it covers a wide base of things. Yeah. Um, Just interesting that it was compiled the way it was to me. And they
1: took that and developed the Gospel Project app. Yeah. Yes, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, let's, let's. I have one that is very special, but I want to see this one. So it's sitting right now on top of, of DJ's desk, and I just see big words, temptation. All right. What is this?
0: Okay. So this is a book that I took from my head pastor's shelf. He's, he's, so my head pastor, he's head one, one of my- our biggest fans,
1: and he listens to every episode.
0: Yes, right. So, <laughs> uh, so my, <laughs> he's going to listen to this single one. <laughs> Uh, so my head pastor announced that he's retiring in a year, um, and every Thursday he has a ritual where the last hour of the workday he brings in a 55-gallon trash can, and he throws away a bunch of books from his shelf. Just throws them away? Just throws them away. So I've been just sneaking in and grabbing a few <laughs> from the dumpster, um, and so I've taken a few. And uh, so um, there's some, you know, in here this is called Temptation by a name. we A lot of people know Charles Stanley. Um, so,
1: so so let me get this right Charles Stanley is the father of Andy Stanley I believe so I think that's who the right Charles Stanley is and so he was the pastor of a Baptist Church in Atlanta yep, um, right and then he did his own radio show and all that so he's a big big honcho mm-hmm. in this what year was this made
0: So this was copyrighted in 1988. Okay. By Charles Stanley.
1: So, Anley Stanley was alive, but I have no idea how old he was.
0: Yeah, and this book is dedicated to all of those who knew they shouldn't, but went ahead anyway.
1: Because the book's called Temptation.
0: Temptation, ah. right. so So, um, a few moments of illicit pleasure. What can it hurt? The aftermath of our pleasures and gains can wreak spiritual havoc, ha- havoc when we, uh, when those, I can't read today, when those enticements are bought at the cost of wrongdoing. So again, there's not necessarily something that's wrong in here, just the difference in language. If I temptation if I wanted to, yeah, if I wanted to use this book, just the wording of things, really. Again, so Andy Stanley has great stuff. He obviously was uh, taught a lot by his. I'm dad a huge fan, and yeah, love Andy Stanley. So there's not a lot that I can really point out and say this is horribly out of date. Just okay. a lot of the, the wording in this stuff, is it's just so indicative. Of- I mean, this
1: is before, I mean, MTV just was starting in the early 80s, so I don't know if it mentions it, but this is before social media, before the internet. So I bet The Temptation is the same, but I don't know if the frequency is it or the availability that people see. And I think it's not just all about sex, right? There's other temptations he so, talks yeah, about. Oh yeah, this
0: talks about money and okay. and different types of things. I mean, obviously a lot of this book is sex-based. Um but what I appreciate, I'm going to take a spin here and say what I appreciate about this book is that there's a large piece of this that talks about um so why do we continue to fail? Um after we fail, what then? So there's actually a large piece of this book that's um, redemptive and not necessarily okay. saying like you're messing up horribly. You are inescapable from the problems you get yourself into, and I really appreciate that about this book. So I will actually be honest and say that I haven't read this book, but I will give it five thumbs up. Oh, five two thumbs up out of seven. Nice. So I change the scale a little bit. We do everything. But I get yes. So anyway. So thank you, Charles Stanley and Stanley family for this gift.
1: All right. So this is our our last one. And I have to say I cheated a little bit because it's not directly a book. Okay. Right. So this was found in our church's library, and our church's library has not been updated for about 50 years, it feels like. Okay. Wow. Um, It might be sooner than that But it just feels that way So this is actually a curriculum And it's one of those cool curriculums Alright kids you ready Do you you hear this That is called a VHS tape (laughs) DJ do you know what VHS stands for Video Home Home system Yes I actually don't know, but I think that's what it is. <laughs> um, and so it's a VHS tape. It's 120 minutes, and it is called After You Say I Do. Okay?
0: It stands for Video Home System. I nice. just looked it up. That's awesome. I, I totally was guessing. am old. <laughs> yes.
1: Now, have you watched a VHS tape before?
0: Oh yeah, I used to watch. This is going to give a a huge feeling of nostalgia to my like millennial youth workers. Okay, I I don't know how many times I watched the Orange Rugrats go oh. to Paris. Yes. VHS and rewound that. I I watched Monsters Inc on VHS. I was a VHS baby still. Okay, all right. So,
1: yeah, that's what I grew up in. So this was made in 1986, and it's not. For just anyone, it is designed specifically for couples who are newlywed. So they get married, and they go through this. And it's made by the very own
0: uh, Tim LaHaye. What do you know Tim LaHaye from? Right, so I actually, I, I know that a lot of people maybe don't know, but the huge name, ever heard of the Left Behind series? Yes. That's this guy. This was, the Left Behind series was huge. I'm actually, I'm doing, I lead a, a Bible study on Monday nights with some students at a college near me. And we're actually going through kind of just an end times eschatology study right now. And the last, the, the left behind stuff is hilarious. We're going through some of the books, just looking at them and stuff. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this is a series, uh, kind of going through this. So some of the chapters are like the key to communication to marriage. Um, speak your mate's language, resolving marital conflicts. Um, uh, and then setting up a family budget. So all really good things, is good intentions.
0: Is this counseling, or is this
1: post-marriage you take this class? Well, here's the thing. The first couple chapters make sense, like chapters 1 through 8. Then it gets to chapter 9. It says cultivating a love relationship, and then it does a quick turn in chapter 10, questions and answers on sexual intimacy, and chapter 11, sexual adjustment in marriage. So if it, wow. is, if it is pre-marriage counseling— um, there's 11 chapters or 12 chapters. Um, it's probably like you're absolutely serious and you're getting married within the next couple months. Wow. It's not people who probably are thinking about that. So I'm going through this, and it's fascinating how our culture has changed, good and bad, throughout the years. Sure. Okay? So in a very old traditional way, and I'm not saying good or bad, the there was this the husband earns the funds – or earns money for the family, the wife stays home and cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom in that, but there's there's that expectation that has changed, I think, in our culture where now usually both parents work unless there's kids involved, okay? Sure. Before, even if the wife didn't have kids or the, the family didn't have kids, the wife stayed home. Now, it's usually when the, the the wife stays. So there's a whole chapter based on talking about that, and it's called Food for Thought, <laughs> Which in particular, like, and it's a basically, here's the opening question. Should wives work? Not work outside the home, just wives wives work. Okay. And then it goes into all these questions Assuming on. Assuming that cooking and cleaning and all of that is not work. Is not work. Okay. that yeah. You don't get paid for that. That's just what a wife does. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's what the book says. Okay. All right. So it goes through and it used this um, aspect of. You know, husbands um, obey the church and wives obey your husbands, which I thought was an interesting thing when it comes to cooking and cleaning. But that's a whole (laughs) other thing. So it says, list the four conditions which Mr. Burkett, and this is the teacher, suggests would necessitate a wife working. Now, I have not watched the VHS because I do not have... A VHS player anymore. My church has a lot. If you okay. <laughs> so I'll go over and watch this 120-minute episode, all right? And then I can know what are the four necessity things. So what would you say, if I answer this, what list four conditions in which Mr. Burkett suggests would
0: necessitate a wife working? Am I giving reasons that I think maybe the estimated that they said? Or am well, I, they, yeah, yeah. What's your guess of what do you think he said? I think he said if you need extra income. Okay. If your husband decides (laughs) that in his rulership he gets to not work, but he still wants money coming in. Okay. um, Maybe one of them is you
1: lost a bet. There's one person, he wrote the answer, and just only one of the four is you have family members who can take care of the kids. Great. There's a child care issue. Great. So if you can't take care of the kids, the wife needs to stay home. Yep. Right. Yep. (laughs) Again, this is 1986. It's a different era. Oh, yeah. On that. I mean, that's almost 50 years. Right.
0: right? Something like that. I Don't do math that fast. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You have to figure that out. Okay. So he says in chapter 10, there's a big uh, lock and key graphic.
0: Questions about answers and sexual intimacy. Okay. So- Opening question. Now reminder, before we get it, I'm engaged, so I'm not I have no kids. I have so So we're gonna do a little premarital counseling today. I'm ready. All right. Opening question. I'm not
1: joking. Question number one. What is the Christian response to availability of abortion as a method of birth control? Right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. I don't know how that has to do with sexual intimacy. Golly. Right. Then question number two. Are you ready? Should married couples make love in bed? Mm. Now, there is an open answer question where I think they answer it in the VHS tape, but it doesn't actually show. So we're talking about, and I, and here's the thing, that's getting as close to um, inappropriate as we're going to get in this podcast, yep. in this yep. episode, yep. because there's other questions on there that I don't even feel comfortable answering with you, oh right? Now, or even asking you, I oh should boy. say, not answering. Answering is a completely different <laughs> yeah, game. completely <laughs> different. So... So there's just, I mean, he goes, he, the author here goes into every aspect. And here's the thing. If you're married, you're going to experience all these things. Okay. You've made cool. that commitment. You experienced all these things. Great. And so I, I've, have you ever had a chance to be the pastor and marry someone? No. Okay. I've had a few, I've had to go through a few people I've done the wedding for and I had, and I took them through premarital counseling and there's always that awkward moment. I think out, that that's probably one of the top five most awkward moments is doing premarital counseling. I had to do my lead pastor's daughter because she didn't want to oh, do lead, uh, premarital counseling with her sure. father. So that was kind of awkward because um, oh, they, were, they were one of our uh, my good small group leaders too. So I, we did premarital counseling Sunday mornings and Sunday night they did youth for me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But they, they could separate. But we go through... All the ins and outs of conflict, of sex, of of love, and 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 working all of that out. I do think that does help a marriage through premarital counseling. But here's the thing: it's so awkward that when you're doing it in, and it looks like this is designed for multiple couples in a room watching this VHS tape. So I don't know if they privately talk amongst themselves or they have a group discussion. But Mm. I'm telling you right there, I don't care how Mm. close we are to other couples. Me and my wife are Mm. not going to go through this Bible study.
0: Nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it says for group or individual. Golly. (laughs) Resource. Um, So. Yikes. So here's the thing. I I would give this um, uh, four and a half stars that are shaped like thumbs. Okay. Okay. All right. But 10 stars if you can do it in a group setting.
0: Wow. <laughs> you That's my rating. It in a, wow. So
1: find after you say, I do, look that up, the VHS tape. If anyone has gone through this or watched it, please contact please. us on Instagram. We would love to hear your personal
0: review of this curriculum. Please. Yes, please. So, well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Awkward Book Club. Guess what? It does not end here. There, Well, it does end here for today, but there, <laughs> there are lots and lots and lots of awkward and old and outdated books on ministry. Ministry changes rapidly, just as our world does. And that's part of why we exist, is we want to yep. help you handle that change, that awkwardness, all of that. We want to help you handle it better because out of awkward moments, amazing ministry can happen. So we want to help you do that. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Pause. And thanks for being our friend. We'll see you (laughs) next time.